than bubble. I'm, I'm with you guys on when you think of bubbles, isn't the first thing that you think of bursting. Hey, you're listening to Burst Your Bubble. I'm Josh, and I've got Kyler here with me. We're here to bring you the sharpest sports takes. It's Friday, and that means that we have the NFL Week 6 predictions. Then we also throw in our no-matter-what-you-say parlay. We have LeBron winning his fourth NBA championship and his fourth finals MVP. The Dodgers are embarrassing themselves, and so, so much more. Remember to stay plugged into our social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Burst Your Bubble. We're available everywhere you can get us on your podcast. You can even get us on your Alexa devices. Guys, if you're bored at home, just say, Alexa, play Burster Bubble Podcast. Then remember to rate, review, and continue to share us with your friends or literally anyone you know. Thanks for listening, and remember, no hard feelings, because more than likely, one of us will burst your bubble. Kyler, this is a very special episode. We are starting off Friday with a huge announcement. This is officially our first podcast as a part of the Blue Wire Hustle, as a partner of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. And so they picked 24 podcasters. You and I were two of them to build uh, ourselves among a network of hustlers, people who are grinding out podcasts and just starting to uh, up and come in the business. This is a great opportunity for us. I am so excited right and this has been in the works for a little bit and you might have noticed a, a lack of episodes you know a lack of your your normal three episodes per week you're you're used to and uh that you've become accustomed to and no worries we're back on that we're back uh we've got everything settled out now and hopefully this coming monday you'll see the new artwork you'll see the blue wire uh, it'll be under the blue wire feed so uh we gonna look out for that i'm super excited for it josh I am too, but I, you know, I have my custom cornhole set and I will forever keep that as our original logo, mm. how we started. We can do one of those, uh, how it started, how's it going kind of deals with my cornhole set and then the new logo. Oh yeah, uh, that's, that's a good, uh, you should give me the, the new cornhole set with the new design. Oh yeah, let's, uh, let's get the, let's get it donated. Yeah, that's all I need. I just need a quick donation. So Josh, uh, I just want to ask you, uh, did you see the video of that Jaguar stalking that dude? A Jaguar stalking a dude. You didn't see the dude running? The dude that was running on that path and like that Jaguar was like running at him? <laughs> no, I have not seen that. Wow, yet. you have not seen this. Okay, so like, okay, I'll, I mean, I'm I imagine everyone listening to this has seen it. You're the only person who hasn't. It's got like 55 million views on Facebook. Um, this jaguar is literally stalking this man. Yeah. Okay. I'm no, not that. Down. I don't think that's it. No, that's not it. He's on a walking path, like a dirt walk. Looks like he's on like the mountains in like California, you know, California hills somewhere. But really beautiful, beautiful trees and scenery and stuff. But this jag, he walks up on a baby cub, and then the he kind of like scares it away, and then out of nowhere, like the mama comes out. And literally is like walking on it, like walking up on him. And he's like, I'm big and strong. <laughs> it's <laughs> fun- I'm big and tall. <laughs> it's the funniest. And like, it keeps like, like lunging towards, it would take like two quick steps towards him. Just like kind of jump at it and like, just give him a quick, like, I'm about to fuck you up. I'm about to kill you. I'm about to kill you. I'm about to rip you apart. Starting with your butthole. Like it's, it's going to hurt. 
and he literally lasts six minutes, and he finally he throws a rock at it, and it runs off. My question to you, Josh, how quick how quickly are you throwing a rock at that jaguar? Um, would it be six minutes in, or would it be sooner, or uh, would you? I mean, would you continue to back up? Continue to just maybe outpace the jaguar? Uh, I mean, I think that it depends on how far said Jaguar is from me. Uh, about um, 15 I'm watching, feet. I'm watching this video now and the only, oh my God, the only thing I'd be scared of is uh, that in the time that I bent over to pick up a rock, it might kill me. Yeah. No, anytime, anytime he would kind of turn his head, the Jaguar would like, he would he would start running towards him that's how that's what they do that's how they oh that little one came out after him first yes it did oh my god they attack in packs sir but i'll tell you after watching <laughs> that uh, i watched that leopard or whatever it was kill that gazelle and take it up and lay it over a limb josh have you seen the video of the mountain lion it's a mountain lion with an ostrich in its mouth it has an ostrich in its mouth and it jumps over a fence. I ha I have not, but have you the one where he takes that gazelle up in the tree? So these cats scare the hell out of me, man. I'm not getting anywhere around one of these guys. Well, that's the thing, Josh. I mean, you're you're out here running. I mean, you're an active guy. I mean, you run in nature. You go on, you're always traveling the world. I mean, I thought we were gonna have a segment today called "Where in the World Is Josh," but it turns out you're already home from your from your short vacation uh, today these animals are everywhere and it's because a lot of times they were became extinct and you know we just brought a bunch over and breeded them and then just released them back into the wild for no good reason that's the, that's how look up the history of wolves if you ever just want to learn that but we're, this is a sports podcast josh what are we talking about jaguars uh yeah jaguars uh jaguars and ostriches um and being scared of animals Josh, if I told you, if if I if you if I told you to hold an ostrich, if I had somehow strapped an ostrich to you, full grown full grown ostrich, dead dead weight, and then said, "Hey, get over that fence," there's no fucking way you could do it, and there's no way, you, and you sure couldn't jump over it. Well, I, I probably won't be able to jump over the fence without them. But just for uh, people's <laughs> knowledge out there, uh, a wait, hamster. is this a male ostrich or a female ostrich? Uh, you know, that's a good question. What's well, there? I mean, what are you strapping to my back? A male ostrich or a female ostrich? Um, that's, I guess that would be up to the ostrich. I'm not sure. Okay, well, say it's a male. That's 250 pounds on my back. I'm not jumping any high. You probably couldn't put a piece of paper under my shoes with a 250 pound ostrich on my back. So imagine how much force a mountain lion could just bite down your leg and just completely it'd break every bone that you could imagine. That would hurt a lot. But uh, we're, well, we we talk about you know uh, things getting broken and and all being terrified of animals and all of this all of these kinds of things. It's a great segue, Kyler, into what was an absolute dominant kind of like a jaguar would be on my leg or mountain lion dominating mm. my leg. The Lakers dominating the Heat in the NBA Finals. Mm. You're exactly right, Josh. Uh, you called it right. You called it NFL. Well, I think you said uh, five game series, didn't you? I did. Uh, did you say six? You I think said I six. I think I said six. I think I yeah. called this one. So uh, you know how you know how to say LeBron James in French? How? Le four and six. 
<laughs> it's pretty That's good. Nice. I've, I've been working on that one. Four and six uh, so, is better than three and six. Uh, it is. And he uh, wins his fourth NBA championship. So, uh, you know, the game, and you're like you said, the game was never close. LeBron averaged 30, 12, and eight and a half. Um, AD, and, AD and LeBron's stats, like, together were insane. The only comparable stats, the only stats better in a final series were MJ and Wilt. And uh, so they're an elite company. And if they can run it, they say AD has already declined his player option. He's going to become a free agent technically, but um, plans to resign with the Lakers. And so maybe we'll see a long-term deal, maybe a super max. I'm not sure. Maybe, or maybe just another, you know, one or two year deal for, for the big man. You, uh, you think he'll take a little bit of a, of a pay cut? I, th- I, I could see, I could see it. I could see him taking another one or two year, a two year deal. And with a second year being a player option. Yeah. Maybe get a guy in there like Oladipo, help the team out. Josh, the Lakers won this series with Caldwell Pope as their third best player. So I think Caldwell Pope is already talking about he is not returning. Well, I've seen Caldwell Pope and Rondo are both declining their, their contract options. So they're going to become free agents. Um, obviously, just because they're they're hot, severely under. Well, I'm actually not sure why Caldwell Pope would uh, decline his player option unless he just doesn't want to play with LeBron anymore because he makes a lot of money. But Rondo is severely underpaid, so I understand why he is. Le- Rondo, though, I imagine LeBron wants Rondo back, huh? If Rondo didn't come back, the Lakers, I don't think they win this championship. You know, we talked about that whenever he was missing the games that he did. We talked about how big of a part he was to this team. Just because they need another playmaker, they need someone on the on that side of the ball to be able to create shots, create things for the offense. Because without LeBron in the game, things get stagnant. Things, uh, you know, people aren't moving around. They're not doing what they need to do. And Rondo is a great man to help facilitate some of that. I think that Rondo probably wants to play with this team again. I know LeBron wants him to be there. Mm-hmm. But it's also, is Rondo getting tired of basketball? Is he ready to, to hang up hang up the shoes? I mean, that's a, that's a great question. I mean, why, what better way to go out than on top? But, I mean, I would say a better way to go out would be a, a back-to-back. Or maybe so, a Ron- so, Rondo is my third favorite player of all time. All time. Now, I have to pose this question just because I, I'm, a fair, I'm a fair kind of individual. Who's one and two? Uh, LeBron, Ray Allen, Rajon Rondo. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> this is a funny top three. Okay, well, those are my top three. Don't laugh at me. But anyway, so here's my here's my question: Is Rajon Rondo the biggest trader of all time? Absolutely. I mean, from the LeBron is a bitch T-shirt to the Finals win over the Lakers to beating LeBron and mocking him to get to the Finals to beat the Lakers, he's absolutely the biggest. I mean, he can't step foot in Boston. So here's my counter to that. He was doing what he needed to do to win, and we all are competitors. It's like, okay, I'll I'll do it like this. You're a high school athlete. You're going against your rival town. You start playing AU basketball in the summertime. That rival town has their best player, and you become best friends. You all play together all in AAU. You win championships, but you still hate each other on, on the high school court. Okay. So Rondo played against LeBron, beat him in this, left oh, to go play with his good friend, 
and go win a championship. Okay, so stay over this and, and have fun in L.A. Can't step foot in Boston. I mean, you're right. You're right. Can't come to the garden. You know, I, I'm, I'm not even going to attempt another Boston accent. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, I didn't know that's what you are doing. But no, yeah, I, I almost tried to, and I decided not to halfway through it. Yeah, get some khakis. Um, khakis. Speak, yeah, good, good job by that. Uh, go ahead. So give me another one. No, that's all I got is the khakis. Oh, okay. Uh, khakis, khakis. Oh, okay. No, I didn't know what you were saying there. <laughs> that's all I got, the khakis. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I get what you're saying. Okay. So, uh, but also in the NBA, did you see that pic? Did you see Dwayne Wade uh, getting caught in those engagement pictures? I did see that. That dude's reaction was so funny. So, are we calling fraud or no? I don't think so. I think it might have been one of those, like, where the first picture was different and then they took another one to make it better. But I don't think it was. I don't know. Planned. But like the like the first picture, like I, I think I think the moment was absolutely real. Yeah. But here's why. Here's where I'm calling fraud, is I think that dude probably was planning to propose to her. At some point that day, and then was like, "Bro, that's, that's fucking Dwayne Wade over there." Hey, I'm gonna stand right here. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna propose. You get right here. Make sure he's in this picture. I, I'm I, I'm a little suspicious. I'll tell you what, you're not carrying around that ring with you if you're not planning on proposing that day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's planning on proposing that day, so at some point, you know what I mean? But I, I think I think an opportunity presented itself, and he absolutely jumped on it. And kudos to him, cause because and that picture of Dwayne Wade is all time. If you zoom in on it and screenshot it, you have a meme on your phone now for a lot of reactions on Twitter that will get a lot of likes. Oh, I just did it, and that is actually really good. Looks like he's just standing there in the water, just just admiring something so beautiful. Yeah, it's because it was a great moment, you know. He, oh, he got oh. to witness a, something special. Oh, he probably cried. I, I wouldn't wouldn't doubt if he shed a tear. Uh, so yeah, le four and six, le four and six, le four and six. Um, free agency starting de- December first. Actually, Josh, so I got two K. Two K is a lot of fun. I, I was a fourth pick in the draft. What draft? What draft pick were you? Uh, I skipped. Uh, I skipped the draft so I could play online. Really into big into my into my career. Thanks for supporting my career. No, so so I was and I I made it through a lot of it. Um, but then all the guys that I was with in the headset they were screaming at me because they needed a fifth to go into the pro am, and I was still busy trying to get through the career mode. And I I ended up being a a sellout so I could go play the game with my friends. Well, uh, yeah. I guess when they take away the career mode, it'll be it'll be because of people like you. But and I'll be mad, and I'll be very mad. Uh, Lamelo Ball signed with Puma. I think I think I think that's a very good move by Puma signing guys like uh, Lamelo Ball, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, they signed one more guy uh, recently, a couple of years in this past two years. I'm forgetting who right now. But uh, they're banking on one of these guys just becoming an absolute star and resurrecting their brand as a, as a basketball brand, and I can respect that. Um, but LaMelo is also in talks with the Warriors and the Knicks, so um, something to look forward to there that the draft is coming up. Uh, there's actually uh, quite a few people with uh, with Puma. Yeah, for sure there is. They're, they're making a quite Kevin sure. Knox, Michael Porter Jr.? Michael Porter Jr. is the one I was thinking of. Yeah, right. Well, that is wild. They're banking, yeah. They're banking on one of these. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they, I'm making on maybe a couple of these guys to really make it. And make oh, it well, this shares. makes sense. Do you know who owns a large share of Puma? Who's that? Or a large stake? 
Jay-Z. Really? Yeah, that makes it, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. But, uh, yeah, so you've got him doing that. Puma is well, definitely trying to make some moves on the market. What? I, I brought up 2K because when I got to my season, so I, it, it is a long, it is a long it career is. mode. So it's like, I mean, it's not to spoil, spoiler alert, but there's like five high school games, a lot of cutscenes. Some of them are okay. Some of them are pretty good. Some of them are pretty bad. Five college games and then a lot of cutscenes, the NBA draft, and then the season. But the season starts on December 9th, 2021, or 2020. You think that was supposed to be like a, a prediction? I think that's I think that's 2K's prediction. I don't think there's any way that the NBA season starts before Christmas. I don't think so. Either. I think Christmas Day start is likely. Yeah, I, 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 I hope so. so. I, I, I think that that's what it'll be. I, I, that's just something something to look something to ponder about, though. Uh, so we agency, have a new coach uh, in for, LA. Yeah, free agency starts December first, though. So uh, that's official, isn't it? Yes. So yeah, so it'll it'll at least be Christmas before. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Ty Lue, right? Yep. New uh, coach for the Clippers. If you can't get the Lakers, go to the Clippers. That's right. He takes over. Um, he takes over for Doc. He was there all last year uh, as an assistant under Doc. And I, I think this was coming. I think, I think Doc knew this was coming. I think this was set up. I don't necessarily think this was set up. You know, obviously, if Doc wins the championship, he's going to stay there and probably retain that job. But if they don't, you know, somebody's got to go and it's got to be Doc and Ty Lue's there to take over. So do you think Here, this what, – what do you think this does to the team? Do you think it moves the needle at all? Well, that, that's the question I was going to ask you, Josh. Are they, are they going to trade Paul George? No, I don't think so. Well, then what do they do? Uh, I think they try to keep the pieces that they have and build chemistry. Right, because they're chalking this up to the bubble more than anyone on earth. They have used that excuse. I guarantee, I guarantee you, Clipper front office executives have used every, exa- every excuse for the bubble, bubble atmosphere. You know, if we had home court, if they were traveling, if they were doing this, if we had our meals, if, if Kawhi was in L.A., I guarantee you nobody on earth has said that more than L.A. Clipper executives. Run it back. I, I love it. I honestly do. I just don't love Paul George in the playoffs. So I, don't I think that it, I think that it, the whole situation depends on how many people they retain this off season. I think if they lose some of these key pieces, they're going to have to find, they're going to have to find ways to replace those people. Well, that's, I think they, I think they need to Josh. They need, I, I don't like Paul George as your second option. And I, I like Paul George as your second option. If Kevin Durant's your first option. But that's about it. If, I mean, Kawhi Leonard's close to that for sure. But Kawhi Leonard's on the, on the decline. I mean, we, we need to see a healthy Kawhi Leonard at the end of at the end of a playoff run. And we honestly I mean, haven't seen that in a, in a few years. You said that during the playoffs too. But man, Kawhi was balling out the whole time. Like, I mean, you can't you can't ask for much more than what Kawhi Leonard has given you. You, I mean, that none of that blame goes on Kawhi Leonard. That's not on him declining. He was playing yeah. very good basketball. You in his have spots. to have more production from Paul George. In his spots, yeah, and they, I, I completely, I, I completely agree. But and that you do, or if you're not getting that production, okay, we're taking that production away, and that production is not Kawhi's. 
well, yeah, why you're you're taking forty who shots. Who does it go to? I'm sorry. Then who does that? I mean, who does his shots go to Kawhi. on this team? Like Kawhi, just Kawhi, go shoot forty shots. <laughs> it's that just is... I mean, if he, and exactly because he's not healthy, he can't. He he's picking his spots. He's doing it very efficiently. But I mean, I mean no one's going out and taking forty shots. Well, I mean, Jimmy we Butler, want Anthony Jimmy Davis. Fucking Butler can. <laughs> Jimmy Butler and James Harden are the only two people doing that. And Russell right. Westbrook will shoot them. That Unless doesn't mean they'll go game. in. Unless it's a game six, James Harden's going to take seven shots. Yeah, well, any type of elimination game. Uh, here's something I had, too. Uh, FanDuel signed the deal with Turner a few days ago. Um, very, it's a multi-year deal. Basically, it means live gambling for um, TNT game, games on TNT. like So, uh, games on – you know, your Tuesday night games on TNT, we're going to be able to live gamble on those in certain states legally on an app because, you know, Josh, it's our money and we can do what we like with it because it's a free country. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds like a, a really good deal. Uh, you know, I always love opening all options when it comes to this kind of, when it comes to this kind of stuff. So I saw one more rumor from the NBA. I want to talk to you about Kyler. Oh yeah. I actually have a couple other rumors too. So there is your team, the New York Knicks, are targeting Uh-oh. former Oklahoma City Thunder point guard Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Does he go? Does he stay? What happens? So this is exactly the team I wanted to talk about. Um, this is all very strange, the Rockets. And it makes me hope that Mr. Fertitta really, really likes basketball. Because um, he has a lot on his plate right now, Josh. Grand, um, he had, he's worth over $4 billion. And he paid – he beat out uh, uh, someone you might know named Beyonce in 2017 to buy the Rockets for $1.4 billion. So, uh, you know, it, it's not really, you know, that big of a deal. But he has these restaurant business, which, of course, turns into hotels, which, of course, turns into casinos. Which Plus, it's involved – boardwalk. Exactly, which all, – all entertainment – Plus his involvement, or I guess not their involvement anymore of with the UFC. I say all that to tell you in this time of a pandemic and all of those establishments I just mentioned, they're questioning the ways they will continue. And now his team has no GM, no coach, and it's apparent that if not one, both of his stars are shopping other options. Is James Harden shopping other options? Yeah, if they don't move Russell Westbrook, he is. I I hadn't seen anything. I hadn't seen anything about James Harden. That's why I didn't know. Well, I mean, yeah, you probably. I mean, he, there probably hasn't been anything from from the Harden camp, but uh, I, I'm that's probably the feeling there. I mean, there, it's probably a, a mutual understanding that hey, this didn't work out. I need. I'm gonna need a shooter. I need. I need somebody that can space the floor. I mean, and that's really what he needs. You know, it's he's tired of having to do literally everything by himself. Russell's shot hasn't been there. He never really developed that shot. Like, everyone kind of hoped that he would. He's still just a run-at-the-basket kind of guy, and he's going to play. I, I said this in a speech earlier that I gave. It, if you're a fan, you play the – you have to take the good and the bad, and that's what you get with Russell Westbrook. Mm. So there was also talk about the Knicks taking Chris Paul. So mm. which point guard makes more sense for this Knicks franchise? Well, that's, that's not the question you have to ask, Josh. The question is, 
what are the Knicks giving away to the franchise that's uh, that's trading away the assets? So the Rockets or the Thunder? Who would they be taking on? That I, I if I'm if I'm Sam Presti, I want Kevin Knox. I saw that there was a package. It was like one of those uh, you know rumor packages I saw, and Knox was in it. And there was one more guy and a conditional first round pick. I need yeah, I need I need Knox. I need your pick, I, and I probably need Nidalakina. Yeah, there's no way that I would like if I was the fan base of the Knicks, I would, I would have a riot if my GM Imagine. even made a or my yeah if they even made a call, thought about making a call to Sam Presti doing a trade because that man will rob them. But here's the thing with the Knicks, I absolutely think they should go in with Russell. West. I think they should go all in with Russell Westbrook. I would love to see Josh. Could you imagine if that 2016 Russell Westbrook season? That MVP, Josh, he averaged a triple-double by himself. He was playing with nobody. He was playing with Steven Adams and uh, Andre Roberson, a very young Andre Roberson who cannot shoot today, so he definitely couldn't shoot back then. He averaged a triple-double. Could you imagine if he was doing that in Madison Square Garden every night? You talk about energizing a fan base. Talk about selling some tickets. Talk about getting some, getting some views on that MSG network. And that's exactly what, what – that's all Jim Dolan cares about. James Dolan. Or is it Jim James, Dolan? James, James Dolan. Dolan. James is a, Jim is James a nickname Dolan. for James. Jimmy. 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 Or was that Jack Dean? Jack Dean. Jim Bean. Jim Bean. Maker's Mark. Oh, oh Jim Bean. Oh, okay, Jim Bean. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, so just all very strange. So, the, I mean, the question, the question makes me ask – does Mr. Fertitta just really, really like basketball or is shit just really going wrong for him right now? I mean, is, is he just in the middle of an absolute crisis with, I mean, all, like I said, all the things going on, he has to figure out what to do with all of his establishments that he has $4 billion worth of interest in as well that, as a professional basketball team. I think the Rockets realized that their thought process on what, they wanted to do as an organization. We're only shooting threes. We're going completely small. I think they realized that this idea was just not the recipe to winning basketball, and they're blowing it up. Obviously, I mean, you're getting rid of your GM, your coach. You're probably going to ship your one of your two stars. You're probably, I mean, you're going to try to change the mindset of a team. I mean, can you say that though, Josh? I mean, they. I mean, we can look back. We can look back on the 2013 season. Look back on 20, when, when Dwight Howard was there. They could have made a run to the finals there. And they could have. They could have put up a good a good fight against the Heat. Look at the 20. Oh, was it 2017 against 2017 the, uh, against the Warriors? They should have made the finals. They should have won that championship that year. Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, when you're looking at a franchise, you know, we just had this conversation before we started the so game. It, it can win the talking about but it but it hasn't won a championship and that's what we were talking about even in the guys with internet they were talking about the lebron michael jordan debate do you count if you count lebron's losses in the finals you have to count mj's bounces in the first round that's exactly you know how it is here if you're not winning those championships then you're if you're not even making it to the finals it's not a recipe for winning basketball that's my argument with the saints yeah you're exactly right but, yeah, so I mean, that's, that's the NBA that I have. There's a lot of news, a lot of float, flying pieces right now. Things are starting to move pretty fast. 
They are. Uh, I'm excited for the next few months, and hope I'm, I already want the NBA back. I, I ho- hopefully, hopefully, 2K is right. Hopefully, it's December 9th. That could that could not be soon. That's less than two months. So close. Uh, basketball will be back in two months. It will. Yes, yeah, starting. Yes, ten weeks. Yeah, we'll have basketball back. So awesome. Um, Josh, what do we want to get to next? Do we have an ad, or do we want to talk about football? Uh, college football do we do you see that spinning that spinning back kick to the face that's the i mean josh and admittedly i do suffer from short term or short term anxiety or short term uh memory loss and you know that's caused from other things but i think that is the greatest knockout i've ever seen in my life i did not see the kick i'm not gonna lie to you so i don't really know what you're talking about have you have you used a phone this weekend uh, so I, mean, this, I said this weekend, it's just, it's, this whole week, have you used a phone? I don't know what day it is, Josh. I work all the time. So that's pretty much all I've been doing, Keller. My, my uh, day job has pretty much consumed my life uh, this week. So I've not really opened a phone. Who got knocked out? Tell me about it. Josh, look up knockout on, on Twitter. Look up, great, look, or look up greatest knockout of all time. Something like that. Great, look, just look up greatest knockout. Yeah. This dude right here, Greatest Joaquin Buckley. Oh my oh. goodness, <laughs> bro! He thought he had him. He's like, "No, I got your foot." And this other dude said, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, no, no, no." Not even. I mean, like, it's one thing to to deliver like a roundhouse there, or even even like punch out of that stance but to do to replant turn and fully extend the palm of his foot it's not even the heel it's his toes that just knocked him clean out well and in this clip that i'm in this clip that i'm watching i thought that it was you know that's that was a speed but then at the very end they show you the full speed and this man didn't even have a time to blink between the time his foot was caught and the time he threw that kick that and it went that's right his hands were up it went right between his guard. That's, that's the greatest knockout I've ever seen. This is literally like an older brother just messing with a little brother, just holding his foot, laughing at him. You know, we're or pushing your head back where you can't reach him. And this kid, when you've got his foot, just jumps up in the air and kicks you with the other one. That is phenomenal. That's the greatest knockout I've ever seen. Uh, that's all I've got, Josh. I don't know what else to talk about. Uh, let's talk about baseball. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get into some baseball. Uh, I might be Astros, right. I, I might have called another series, Kyler. Well, that that series is boring. Let's talk about the Astros. They're, they're, the, my Astros are coming back. They they had this walk off win tonight. We're we're battling back. We're going to force the game seven tomorrow night. We're I might fine. have called two. I might have called both of these series absolutely correctly in the last last time we talked because I said that the Astros were going to lose in six. And you had said seven. So one of us yeah. is going to be right because the Astros are going to lose. Well, I've, I've flipped on the Astros. I'm all in on the Astros. Since the Dodgers are going to lose, You're I'm all, all in, in on the Astros? Yep. On the on end the of the win. I, um, on the cheaters, Josh, they're still cheating. I love it. They're somehow still getting away for, away with it. And you know what? I mean, injury, the, another, another, way, another word for destruction, Josh, is innovation. And uh, that's exactly what the Astros are doing with the rule book. 
and I could not be happier for it. I mean, it's winning baseball. I'm happy to see it. I cannot pick my job off the floor right now. I am mesmerized. And here's the here's the thing, Josh. I'm actually I'm actually upset with your uh, with your series with your prediction being right because we had I mean this and this, this is such the baseball fans we are. We were pretty clueless to the fact that the NLDS NL NLCS the National League Championship Series the entire thing was being played two and a half hours from us in in Globe Life Park in Arlington. I know. If it somehow manages to go to a game seven, one, We're I there. will throw up, and two, I will definitely be there. We're going to be there. Maybe even a game the six. Sad, the sad – yeah, if it, at this point, if it goes to a game six, I'll probably go because game five is tomorrow, right? Yeah, game five is tomorrow. Yeah, but I tend to think that it's going to be over tomorrow. Uh, these, I told you, man, these Braves, they're just not, with the exception of the game they lost – they just don't allow runs. They're such a good. We're going to Game Six. We have to go. We have to go all in on the Dodgers tomorrow. We have to bet the. Let's bet the money line right now. Uh, I will let you bet the money line. Uh, I won't bet to make it where I have a little bit of uh, hope, so we can go to the game. But I also want to make my prediction uh, for both of these series correct. So, uh, as much as I want to go to the game, I also want to win. So I will just keep my money. Ooh, that's gonna be fun, Josh. I can't. That's gonna be. That's gonna be. That's gonna be our first return to sports. Going to a dog. We, going to Bursher, Bursher, Bursher Bubble's live. never attended a sporting event. Bursher Bubble live outside know. the stadium. Maybe we can I don't set know. up a set up a tent somewhere. We're not tailgating. We're just uh, letting people come up and talk with your mask on. Exactly. Social distance. We'll set up a, a laptop six feet away from us. Yeah, well, it would be echoing if not. This is a great idea. And now that we are done with the baseball talk, let's hear an ad about Anchor. That's literally all I got from baseball. We're the greatest baseball fans ever. Yeah, it's an ad from Anchor. Kyler, I know how much we both have loved what Anchor has given us as a podcasting platform. Ladies and gents, if you haven't heard of Anchor yet, you're missing out. Most importantly, it's free. Anchor gives you the ability to edit and upload your podcast directly from your phone to get anywhere you can get your podcast. Apple Music, Spotify, it'll be there. You can make money from your podcast with minimum listeners. It's literally everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Somehow, Josh, we got through that entire first segment, first news, all the headlines, all the news without mentioning... The Chiefs are now – they're now the Golden State Warriors of the NFL. They have signed Le'Veon Bell to back up Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, right? Mm. I think that's the hope, but I don't know that's what's going to happen. I think I, they just knew that I had Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in a few fantasy teams. Mm. You think uh, You think old Andy Reid did, did this out of spite? Mm-hmm. Because I was talking – it's because early in my career I was not an Andy Reid guy. Mm. I'm still not the biggest Andy Reid guy, but you have to respect the man for finally winning a, a championship. But for the longest time, he just wasn't a playoff coach. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that. You need a player like Patrick Mahomes. So this week, signing talk, or signing Le'Veon Bell, I doubt he gets very much action in the first week. I'm going to give you a little bit of fantasy advice. If you can sell Clyde Edwards-Alaire, sell him now. Mm. By the time you listen to this episode, it's probably too late. 
But if you have that one guy who is just, you know, holding on to one of those just above average running backs, I'm probably going to snag him. Right. I still think Clyde's going to get some some pass work. He's still going to get some rushing attempts. They're not going to completely give up on him. But the split is going to be there. If you can sell him, I'm selling. So let's go to the flip side on this. Let's talk about the Jets for a second. The Jets are 0-5. Adam Gase says he will continue to call the plays, uh, even though despite the 0-5 start. And honestly, I don't have a problem with this. Uh, it's a complete ego move. It's a complete power move and probably the wrong move. But he's getting fired anyway. So, um, you know, at least keep calling the plays in NFL games because that seems pretty fun. Yeah, you're still out there just playing Madden once a week, so like, may as well go out there and try something different. Like, hey, this is like when you're, this is like when you're playing. It's, it's exactly like when you're playing franchise mode, and your little brother is like, "Can we come on? Let's play. Let's play one on one. Let's play. You know, let's play. Let's play Madden against each other." You're like, come on, I'm, no, I'm, pl- I'm, I'm playing right now. This is mine. You, you'll get your turn next year when I'm fired. Yeah. So, and another thing about this, if you're looking at zero and five, probably getting fired pretty soon. You just fire or you just release your running back. You open the playbook up. This is not the time to be conservative. This is the time to bring out all the stops. This is when you start to bring out those plays that people are looking at you like, what the hell are they doing for it? It's fourth and eight. How many stops do you think Adam Gase has, Josh? I don't think I think he's already pulled them out. I think he's I think he's out of stops. I just have to believe that he's not. Like I have to believe that there is something else here. This will get this will give them the chance to see what the Michael P. Ryan is all about. They drafted him in the fourth round. Yeah. They do have some some confidence in this young kid. I think he's going to be a decent back. I just don't think this offensive line is going to be able to help him anyway. I think he's going to die. I think Sam Darnold's going to die. I think that mm. this whole offense and this whole team is a dumpster fire. Well, Sam Darnold, he's not playing. Is it, is, did he play any, or did Joe Flacco play the entire game? God, I'm not going to lie to you. You know how much of the Jets game I watched? Well, not Josh, I, yeah, I didn't watch a single snap of it. I know they lost big to the Cardinals. My Cardinals are back, by the way. Well, I don't, No, they're actually not, because Chandler Jones tore his bicep. That, yeah, that was disgusting. Put it on, put on IR. Okay, so let me look at this. Oh, it's a stat. Joe Flacco. No, Joe Flacco played a great game. 18 for 33, 195 yards, touchdown, no picks. Yeah, he's he's an elite quarterback. SPMT, PFT. Yeah, all right. So let's get into some of these games, Kyler, and uh, let's go ahead and give our, our picks throughout this, and then we'll end it with locks of the week. All right, yeah, let's, let's do this a little quicker than we usually do. Uh, I, I don't necessarily want to talk about all these games. Do you? <laughs> Uh, well, let's just see. Let's just bring him up and we'll see how it goes. All right. All right. So Broncos Patriots is the return of the quarterbacks. Both quarterbacks are returning this week from injury. Drew Locke versus Cam Newton. So who do you, I think, and I think both of these teams are leading the league in weeks missed because of COVID. Um, Patriots are favored by nine and a half. So I, I like that. I like that nine and a half a lot. By the way, that's probably one of my locks. You like the nine and a half for the Patriots? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, um, and this is why. They're, they are trending towards Drew Locke getting the start. If Drew Locke is yes. back under center, then this game is going to be a close one throughout. I think that they're going to be able to play really well against this Patriots team. 
The other thing to worry about is Cam Newton is also back. Now, was this a game that got moved from Thursday night? Yeah, and Josh, there, there's some games that uh, that we're going to talk about today that I'm going to be I'm going to ask you like. I feel like this is the fourth time I'm talking about this game. Like the the Lions Jaguars. I feel like I've previewed that game seven times, and we're only in week six. Josh, what's going on with that game? I feel like it's been I feel like it's been moved four different times. I know I feel the same way, but this Broncos Patriots game, I was so excited, Kyler. I was getting back tonight. I was ready to go on a live stream with Thunder App. Then I was going to record the pod. I was so excited for everything, and then someone said, "Well, no, that game got moved," mm. and I just, I was so sad because I was actually going to get to do another live stream, but it just did not work out because the NFL is having to move so many games around to fit all the COVID crap. Right, because it was supposed to be Texans-Titans tonight, right? Is that who it was? I, th- I think so, in the tit- because the Titans played on Tuesday, so they couldn't play on Tuesday and Thursday. See, I thought, I mean, it probably was. It, I, it, was, it either had to be the Titans or the Bills. Well, then it was probably the Chiefs-Bills game. Could have been cheese bills because that's playing. That's being played on Monday at four o'clock. Yeah, so that's probably what it was. And, and oh yeah, no, that. no Thursday night that. football. Yeah, yeah, this was terrible. Not having Thursday night football has been rough for me. That's why I'm sitting not here. That, I'm not even talking about that, Josh. I want, uh, Josh. I don't want four p.m. football. I don't care about the East Coast. Nobody cares about the East Coast. Put that thing at nine p.m. Make them stay up. Make those radio announce. Make those make those radio guys in Miami do a little extra coke that morning for the radio show. I don't care. I I, I need that game later at night. I mean, to make this Chiefs Bills game at four in the afternoon in Kansas City. That's in that Josh. You can't do that. Pressure bubble does not approve using coke. Uh, so yeah, I agree with you. I think that this is absolutely crazy that we're starting an NFL game at four o'clock. On a Monday, this is a work day. You and I are still in the office. The people over on the West Coast, they're just getting back from lunch, probably asleep. You're going to have so many people hammered at work, probably trying to work from home, getting on conference calls on Zoom, having to stop the video, taking shots, watching the football game. And this is just not a good look. Gosh, 4 p.m. I mean, 4 p.m. our time. That is prime sleeping hours for for the you know the prime the cokehead DJs in Miami. What are they going to do? What are they going? I, I, this this is horrible planning. Uh, Chiefs Bill NFL, please. Well, well, we need we need midnight football. We need midnight football. What's going on? We need a triple header. Well, let's get to the actual game. Chiefs Maybe Bills. We, ooh, what if we can like infect the team just like one or two guys so they just move it. to – I mean, not not me. In fact, you know, like hypothetically, what if one or two guys were to get infected on a team, and just enough for it to get moved to Monday, so we have a triple header. So I'm uh, knocking on wood, cross my fingers, sending up a prayer that that does not happen for those guys. I don't want any of them to uh, to get infected. Well, they're healthy athletes. That should be fine, huh? Calm down, Gundy. <laughs> uh, Packers Buccaneers. No, no, no. We got to talk about the Chiefs and the Bills. This is going to be okay, such a yeah. great game. Uh, that's, Monday, that's Monday. We got. We'll probably talk about. We're going to talk about that Sunday night. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's all right, go. So where uh, are we start? Where are we let's go. Let's go. Texas Titans. Let's go right there. So, Deshaun Watson, uh, Romeo Cornell. He's obviously established. You know, he's going to use Deshaun Watson a lot more recklessly. Allow him to air out pretty much at his at his will air out make the decisions for himself and 
we're going to see how, how well that works out. It worked out pretty well last week. They got their first win of the season. The Titans have not lost a season. The Titans are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I think the Texans beat the Titans this week. Uh, I'm going to disagree. I think that the Titans are going to win this game. I do love I, – I called it last week. I knew the Texans would win. They were way too hyped up and emotional after the firing of uh, Bill O'Brien. They wanted to go out there and prove that they were a better team without him. But I think this Titans team is a really good football team on the defensive end. They're good at managing the game like we've always talked about with Ryan Tannehill. They're going to be able to do exactly what they need to do to uh, keep, possess- keep time of possession on their side in their favor. And I think that Deshaun Watson is going to try to do some incredible things to – bring them back in the game but I think it's just going to be one of those kind of like grinding out games I think that Derrick Henry is going to tear off a couple of runs I think Will Fuller is going to have a few catches but what's going on with Brandon Cooks coming out and just absolutely dominating getting so many catches and yards one week out of the five we've seen and every other week he just puts up a goose egg It's because most weeks he has a concussion. But uh, the the Titans, Josh, exactly what you said about grinded out games. And really with that Buffalo game, you know, the score, the final score was 40 to 15 or 42 to 60, something like that. It, I mean, it looked like a blowout, but it was a lot closer than that. You know, a lot of a lot of garbage time points and a, a lot of crucial possessions. You know, you could tell the game swung at a certain time and it got out of hand. But the three weeks previous to that, they beat the Vikings 31 to 30. They beat Jacksonville 33-30. to 30. They beat Denver 16-14. to 14. You're exactly right. They're grinding out these games, and I think Deshaun Watson's going to get them this week. We will see. I think it's going to be one of the more entertaining games of the weekend. And it's going to uh, – fine. They're going to win, and everybody's going to – everybody's going to say, why – like, what took so long? Why did you wait – why did you why did you wait so long that you allowed him to trade your best receiver? That's what I'm saying. Why did because you let it, him ruin your team and then spend five weeks with your team? Like, no, he, this should have happened a long time ago. And I hope that the Texans win. I hope the Texans went out and win the Super Bowl. Well, hey, let's not get crazy now. But and let's knock on wood. But I mean it's only a matter of time before Deshaun Watson has no one to throw to. I mean, hell, he's already got no one to throw to. Well, he's got Will Fuller, and he's got, he's got no one to throw to. Well, Will Fuller's ACL is still intact, so we're okay still. Uh, Kenny, so, they have, do they have Kenny Stills? I think they do, but he doesn't catch anything. He drops more balls than he catches. Well, you've got, like you said, you've got Brandon, Brandon Cooks, Cooks and Will Fuller a, and David Johnson. Have, Johnson. This is a terrible offensive line sucks. Sean Watson's yeah. always running for his life. Have you seen those like big, those big like kind of mattress pad looking things that those linemen will have on the back of their necks? So when they fall, like their head doesn't oh, like yeah. snap on the. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Cooks needs one of those, but uh, yeah. yeah. All right, next game. Definitely next game. Let's talk about the Bengals and the Colts. You know, this one's a real exciting one. Josh, the one three and one Bengals. Joe Burrow, he's actually leading the league in a few, uh, a few categories that include. Uh, he's number two in pass attempts, but he's three in pass completions. So, uh, and he's not top 10 in passing yards. So that's something to, I think, be concerned about. So, Kyler, here's some, uh, here's some sports trivia for you. I hate to burst your bubble about your Bengals and Joe. If, how many sacks is Joe Burrow on pace to take this year? Oh, well, he's leading the league with 22 sacks so far. So 22 sacks through 
four weeks. Okay, you're doing way too much math. You already know that. You already 20, 22, 22 through five. I mean, I can't do that math, but that's a lot. He is on you, pace, you, he is see, on pace I, to take I, 70. That's why 70 I love you, Josh, steps. because I think you, expected, I think you expected me to be able to do that math, and I can't. I cannot do that math. Well, I was either expecting a, a guess or you to do that math once you saw the 22. Uh, and I had faith in you to do that all the way. I, I had no doubt. No. But he is on pace to take 70 sacks. That's a lot. No, nope, that, yep, that's a lot of sacks. That's a lot of sacks. Yeah, high year for Andrew Luck was like 45-50. Russell Wilson's at 15. Gardner Minshew's at 16. Deshaun Watson's at 17. Carson Wentz is at 19. This is not good. I mean, these quarterbacks are getting beat up, and, and I mean, you can obviously see that. Lamar Jackson's at 12. That's something to note. I mean, these offensive lines just aren't as good. I mean, where these defensive lines are getting through earlier in the season, I'm not sure. So that is the one thing, because now the Colts and we're going to turn up the pressure on Burrow because they've taken note that this offensive line can't stop anybody. They are, teams are getting to Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow is having to throw the ball as many times as he can in these games to get his teams back in it quickly. There's a reason that he leads the league or is second in the league in pass attempts. It's because he's always losing. You have to be and, ahead in the game to be exactly. able to run the ball. And, and there's a reason he's not in the top ten in passing yards because every pass he throws is very is a very quick pass because there's six guys coming rushing towards him with their helmets straight down about to murder him, and he has to throw a four-yard out. And now he has to play against a really good Indianapolis Colts defense and really a good team. This Indianapolis Colts team is really good, is really well put together. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to have a field day against them. And I think Phillip Rivers is going to do what he needs to do. I, I'm, I don't know what the line is, but give me the Colts. Yep, seven and a half. Give me like the Colts. The yeah, I like that seven and a half. They're going to move it to four and two if they do, if they do get that win. And let's move uh, – this is an absolute – toilet bowl game falcons vikings shout out to chris mcconnell uh falcons vikings no 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 kyler this is not a toilet bowl game okay your falcons falcons first it. falcons first win of the season coming and there's another reason why just like the texans this team finally did the right move in firing sure, yeah. dan quinn dan quinn is no longer the head coach they got rid of the gm the exact same thing that happened last week with the texans are gonna happen with the falcons give me the falcons money line all day long. The Falcons are going to win this game. Calvin Ridley is going to shine. They're going to use Julio Jones some more in this game. It is going oh, to be hurt. a really good game, and I cannot wait for the Falcons to get their first win. Well, Julio is questionable. Jalen Hawkins is questionable. Dante Fowler Jr. is questionable. Hayden Hurst is questionable. Um, I, They have a lot of guys that are injured, and their secondary is really, really bad. They cannot get to the quarterback. I I don't uh, the Falcons are bad, Josh. They're not They're also good. playing Kirk Cousins. Yeah, ah, Falcons are bad. Uh, but you're exactly right. This uh, the, I'm staying. This is Josh. I could not beg people enough to stay away from this game. I don't even want to talk about it so much that I don't want people to bet on it because I have no idea who's going to win this game. I have no idea. I'm so I'm shocked that you're confident in a pick. I am. I am taking the Falcons all day, every day. The, like they plus four. Oh, yeah. They're plus four? No, I mean, yeah, it'll be plus four. You can, get, you can get them plus four. Oh, yeah. Give me that. Falcons. I'm taking the Falcons in this one so hard. I love this matchup. Okay. Uh, let's move on to another game, another uh, set of teams with the exact same record. The Washington football team and the New York Giants. 
Oh, These are some horrible, trash, horrible. Those, trash games. I mean, Jesus actually, Christ, they're so Josh, bad. These I, games I'm, are so bad they might be good because these teams I'm are boring. terrible. Yeah, I'm boring myself talking in this podcast right now about these games. Uh, Jets, Giants minus two and a half. Do they cover that? Do the no Giants cover? No, the Giants are not covering. No, the Giants are covering. Especially if they, if the Washington team, the Washington football team has stability at quarterback. The Giants aren't getting their first win here. Terry, Ooh, how, did Alex, how did Alex Smith play last week? He played. He did play. Uh, I can't believe that he played. I don't know how he played. played. But the, fact, the fact that he played at all in a NFL football game after what he went through is just crazy. It's 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 uh, Josh. I mean, when you received the notification, because I mean, I was working on Sunday. Like, I mean, yeah, like you, I didn't get to watch a lot of the football live. You know, I have to watch it all, uh, you know, through, through different apps that I can catch it up all, all, all the full highlights on. Uh, but when I got the notification that Alex Smith was entering the game, I mean, I got a little, I got nervous, man. I, I got like, I, I got that pit in my stomach, Josh. And I talked about it on this show. I don't, I don't necessarily want him to like when he, when he posted that picture of, of his leg and when that E60 came out, when you know when the video of his leg came out i was like man why what what are you doing like you're you've had 17 surgeries to come back to play this game man this is a game you're playing with your life right now yeah i i think it's just an incredible story obviously he's if he doesn't win comeback player of the year i don't know what the nfl is doing (laughs) comeback player of the year has to be ben roethlisberger no no it's definitely alex smith it cannot be Alex Smith. He was he wasn't he he was nine for seventeen for thirty seven yards, no touchdowns. <laughs> Did you see what his injury looked like? Did you see? This I, I don't care. I mean, see that injury? Josh, if you put if you put me out there, I would have the exact same injury. And if you put me out there three years later, I would probably be able to go out there and throw nine for seventeen. I just don't believe that. This Alex Smith is definitely he definitely has to be favored for comeback player of the year right now. No, I, I could not disagree with you more on that. Uh, Joe Burrow, though, do you think he, he's got he, – does he have rookie of the year locked up? Uh, no, I, don't, I wouldn't say locked up. Um, Is he the front runner right now? Yeah, I mean, probably the quarterback play. I mean, he's probably the, the number one guy there. Uh, I think – really, I think a guy that could take it over by the end of the season, Justin Herbert's one – uh, I think that you also have to look at Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, for sure, Jonathan Taylor. Maybe even Justin Jefferson. C.D. Lamb's yeah. playing really well. If the Vikings trade Justin Jefferson, maybe. Uh, uh, do the, do the, does NFL have a most improved player? Mm, I don't know. If they don't, then we should just give them that idea, free award. Well, Gardner Minshew. I mean, I don't necessarily think he's improved a lot from last year, but his stats, I mean, again, Josh, he's – second in passes completed he's tied for fourth in pass attempts he's ninth in passing yards uh, and he's seventh in passing touchdowns so i mean i'm all in on guard i'm all in on the gardener train i am too i feel bad for him i think that you know he's just kind of in a spot where he's not winning games but he's a good quarterback i feel bad that he's probably gonna be one of those guys where the jaguars could tank for tua you know or tank for trevor now and so I don't think so. I, I don't I think, think they should. I don't think they should, but they are absolutely in that conversation. 
but there's absolutely no way they could be watching this man go out there and play play the brand of football he's playing and say we're going to pick this guy because we think he could be a little bit better down the road I, I just don't think so because i don't think that i don't think that difference is that big right now i think the right team around Gardner Minshew could absolutely win a Super Bowl. He has the absolute moxie to take a team to win a Super Bowl. I love Gardner Minshew. I do too, but he's going to have to turn that record around from one and four pretty quick. And then beating uh, who they play this week, the Lions? Oh, yeah. This is, this is, this is the game, Josh. We've, I've, I've said this about – I know this is the fifth time I've said this because they keep postponing this game. Matt Patricia is coaching for his job. If he loses this game, he's done. Yeah, but I mean, and I agree. But the Jaguars also really need to win this game. I think they, I think they will, and I think Matt Patricia's done. I do too. I, he's just not a very. I mean, the defensive-minded coach that he's supposed to be is just not there. It's the same thing with Dane Quinn. The defense got Ooh. scorched over and over. Matt Patricia's just getting scorched over and over. No, nah, but how about that? Did I mean? Did I know you did? I don't, I don't know if you watched it live. But the end of that Falcons game, the way they lost to the Carolina Panthers, so they Matt Ryan throws that pick with like six minutes, seven minutes left in the game. They're down by five, or they're down by four, or something like that. The Carolina Panthers go on a 14-play, seven-minute drive, get a field goal, go up eight, and the, the Falcons, of course, can't, can't win the game. Dan Quinn loses his job. All-time Falcons, just horrible, horrible. But he's finally gone, so maybe oh. maybe you're right. Maybe they do win this week because they've cleaned house. So the Falcons, real quick, going back to them, who takes over this, this coaching job? I mean, obviously right now it's the interim, uh, you know, the assistant coach. There's talks, Kyler, of Lincoln Riley taking over the helm in Atlanta. Right now? Mid-season? No, no, no. I mean, obviously it would be next year. I don't think – I think the Falcons stick with the, with the assistant coach – for the rest of the season. Well, how about that? So there's a lot of talk that Lincoln Riley could take over uh, next year. There's a lot of talks of whether or not they want to go to a college mind or if they want to try to find one of these guys that's going to be floating around. Just, but, did we even talk about Texas OU? We did not. We can talk about that at the end of this. Well, Texas, I mean, we can just mention it right now because that's really the only college game I want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the OU Texas game Red River rivalry it was the most it was the longest OU Texas game in history it was the most overtimes in OU Texas history and it had the least amount of fans to watch it yeah the um, here's my thing with the fans in the stadiums does so I, I'm guessing this is all scientifically proven that COVID does not travel vertically it only travels horizontally so that's the reason they have They'll have rows of fans lined up, you know, horizontally, but not, I'm sorry, vertically, but not horizontally. They're socially distanced there, but not socially distanced vertically. It's very strange to watch. It's very funny to see things like that happen, especially when it's, you know, in places like Oklahoma. But uh, another, I've lied, Josh, that's not the only game I wanted to talk about. That was a shootout. The, that was the most Sam Ellinger game ever. I mean, there was a lot of good, a lot of bad, and it ended very ugly, uh, very sad ending for Sam Ellinger in his last game against OU. Alabama allowed 48 points to Ole Miss. This game was a, was a shocking game. They scored 63, which is a lot. A lot. Their running back scored five touchdowns, which is a lot. A lot. Najee Harris is a, is a dominant, dominant man. Uh, uh, 
Alabama scoring 21 points in the third and fourth quarter, I mean, I don't see how they lose this. I don't see how they lose the college football playoff at all. Um, they're going to win it 100%. They could 100% beat the Giants tomorrow. Oh, that whole division. What is that, the NFC West? East. East, yeah, the NFC East. They could They could win that. Yeah, they would win that division. I, I mean, I honestly think that – I, you, people make the arguments, you know, they're pro players. They're the best of the best. Only the best players from those from that Alabama team could make the practice squad on the Eagles. Okay. Week in, week out, if those two teams met up in the morning, it's a coin toss. I, I understand it. Those guys are pros. And they might come out with a chip on their shoulder and be like, you know, you know fuck these guys, you know, these college guys, punks, you know, let's, we're, let's go beat them. I mean, it's a coin toss, Josh. They're the better team. I don't disagree with you. I do not disagree with you. I, I think that they'd have a shot. They'd at least have a shot at that at the division. What in that division? Who has the most wins? The Cowboys with two. That, that's this is exactly my point, Josh. This is why we need relegation in all sports. This is why we need to de-amateurize sports. Get rid of the amateur sports system. Make college sports the minor leagues. If if a team, Josh, we need to relegate the Knicks, and we need to move up the Alabama football team. Yeah, I mean, you're not saying anything too crazy. Let's move on to the next NFL game. I think I might be, but uh, no, I don't think anyone agrees with me. I don't either, um, but it's okay. <laughs> uh, Raven, Ravens, Eagles. That should be a blowout, right? Ravens should Ravens should blow them out. The Eagles are bad. Carson Wentz, he's bad. Josh, he's bad. Uh, yeah, they will I, – and I feel really bad. If I was the Eagles, I'd bench Carson Wentz for this game. I wouldn't put him through the misery of just getting demolished by this Ravens defense every play. I'd let him sit it out. I don't know who the, I don't know who the backup is, but I'd let them get, take the beating for a turn, at least a half. Josh, he's really – I mean, he's, he's not in the top ten in passing yards per game or passing yards per attempt, and he's leading the league with nine interceptions. He's also got 19 sacks, like just like we talked about earlier. Those 19 sacks, though, like Joe Burrow is obviously leading the sacks, but Carson wins 19 sacks. Those aren't just like little hits where he's getting on the ground. That's him where he's getting absolutely demolished. Well, it's also, yeah, because he's playing, and that's the thing that Tom Brady's now learning, too. You've got Khalil Mack on the other side of that ball every single time, every single snap. That's Khalil Mack coming at you. And you can yell at your offensive lineman all you want on the sidelines. It's still going to be Khalil Mack coming at you every single time. And if, I mean, at the end of the day, he's probably going to get to you. And if he does, he's going to slam you. He's, and it's Josh, can you imagine how much that would hurt? Oh, you know who the, you know who the starting I, – I said I didn't know who the, the backup quarterback is. You know who the backup quarterback is for this Eagles team? Jalen Hurts. Eagles team, if I had to guess. Yeah, Josh, Jalen Hurts, OU product. He, he he had a snap. He had a pass. He was the best quarterback for the Eagles last week. One for one, 19 yards. So Jalen Hurts has been getting the, the Eagles defense ready to play against Lamar Jackson. That's what the headline says. Oh, yeah, that should work. <laughs> this is going to be a blowout. Travis Fulgham is going to be the bright spot for the Eagles. I think that this man is uh, looking pretty good, Kyler. That's the thing. Here, that, here, so I have a question. How does stuff like this happen? How does this stuff 
in today's world, how does stuff like this keep happening where people with this much talent are slipping through the cracks, getting cut by so many teams, getting, I mean, not even getting a chance on to play in a game for so many of these teams. And then when he finally does, I mean, the time, the talent shows, I, I don't see how it's still slipping through in today's age. Well, I mean, you know, you trust the guys that you've been putting in week in and week out, and you sometimes it's hard to bench those guys, and you want to see these young guys perform on the big stage before you throw them into it. A lot of these teams are trying to give them grace periods, but whenever you're a team like the Eagles, and for like three days, you only you literally only had one wide receiver that was active on your roster and Greg Ward. You've got to start upgrading some of these kids and seeing you're like, okay, well, time to throw you to the fire. You're going to get after it. And some of them are step up to the call, and some of them don't. Travis Fulgham, the fast guy that I'm going to challenge to race, uh, tends, tends to be one of the good ones. Well, you, you've been stretching that hamstring every morning? I've been stretching. I've been running my mile each day, and uh, I, I'm, I think I'm ready for that race. I'm, I DM'd him. I'm waiting on, the, waiting on the response, unless he's scared. What's that mile, what's that mile time down to? I've got my mile time down to about eight minutes and 40 seconds. How, how, how fast do you think Travis Fulgham runs a mile? I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about the 50. Okay. The 40. Uh, let's move on the to 30. my favorite. The 20. Okay. I, I think he beat you. But let's move on to my favorite game of the week. The revenge game. Josh, this could get very ugly. Brown Steelers. So is Mason Big Head Rudolph anywhere around this game? I don't know. I don't know, Josh. I don't know if he's in the NFL. I don't know if he's still the backup for the for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, you couldn't put a gun to my head. I'd tell you to pull the trigger. Um, I do know that the that the Browns are playing outstanding football. They're playing Kevin Stefanski football, Minnesota Viking football at its finest. But, I mean, it's working. Baker's, Baker's a better version of Kirk Cousins, right? He is. And, you know, this is what we talked about. This is what I've said that Baker needed to succeed. Stefanski needed to get him in a spot where he got his confidence back, where he was able to get in play action, get the run game going. And Kevin Stefanski's done a really good job of that. He's done exactly what he needed to do with this football team. Yeah, I love it. So uh, you, have them, you have them beating the undefeated Undefeated Steelers. Steelers are four and zero. The Steelers are are three and a half point favorites. I do not have the Browns winning. I have the Steelers winning this game. Um, I hope the Browns win. I want the Browns to beat the Steelers just because I want to see the Steelers lose. But I think that this is a game where the Steelers win. I think Juju is finally going to have another good game. Uh, Claypool is breaking out. James Conner is going to do wonderful things. I think this is going to be a, a fairly high scoring game. I think both teams are above thirty. Uh, yeah, this is definitely going to be a shootout, and that's where I think uh, Cleveland has the advantage. Because when I think of Cleveland, I mean, and this is definitely not fair to Pittsburgh because I have not watched enough of their football games. But Cleveland and Miles Garrett. I mean, Miles Garrett. He has an MVP case. Josh, a quarter away through the season, he's playing outstanding football, leading the league in tackles, leading the league in sacks, fumbles forced, turnovers forced, and. I, I love this Browns team. He's going to – there's a, ch- a pretty good chance he's going to score a touchdown e- each week. And when you can do that, I mean, your team has a pretty good chance of winning. Yeah, I agree. I just think that if it turns into a shootout, I think that Big Ben is the quarterback I'm going to trust in the situation right now to lead my team in a shootout. I think if the, Brown- if the Steelers are smart, they're going to try to 
use James Conner as much as possible to eat clock and to keep a lead. Uh, but I am rooting for the Browns, actively rooting for the Browns. Was Mason Rudolph on, on, the, on the roster? I don't know. I think that he is. I don't think they ever cut him. Well, I don't know how long his contract was. Uh, I, I don't either, but I'm sure that he's going to be there. But yes, I'm sure he, that – He's, he's, he's going to be there. Yeah. Uh, if I'm if I'm Mike Tomlin, I'm not letting him step onto the field. Jesus Christ, could you imagine if he did? If Oh, dude, that would be such a – such a new story. Could you imagine if he, if he, if you know, final, final couple of minutes, Big Ben goes down, Big Ben goes back into the walking boot. Mason Rudolph, Mason Rudolph comes out and leads the Steelers right down Miles Garrett's throat. What if Mason Garrett hits Miles? What if Mason Rudolph hits Miles Garrett in the head with the helmet? Yeah. What if he does? I mean, so, so many things can happen. But we need Miles Mason Rudolph. And the, the, their, their names are too similar. Let's start a let's start a petition. Mason Rudolph yeah. in the game. Or we could just start a petition. Mason Rudolph Miles Garrett boxing match. No, no, that would not be fun to watch. I would much rather watch them play football than Miles Garrett just destroy Mason Rudolph. We could set up a golf match. Then. All right, next game. Uh, let's move to the Bears and Panthers. This is a fun one. This is, I mean, somewhat sarcastic, Josh, but this is a fun one, and I think this is going to be a fun one for the Panthers. I've got the Panthers winning big in this one. Oh, I do not. Uh, I've got the Bears squeaking a win out. I, I like this Panthers team a lot. I like what they've been able to do with Mike Davis, but that defense in Chicago, uh, I think, is really going to hold true in this game. They've been playing really well, and I think that that's going to be able to carry it through. Nick Foles got that win. I think he's going to be able to do just enough in this game. Uh, I don't think it's going to be too high scoring of a game. I think that the the Bears are going to play Bear foot, Bears football and just grind out another win. Well, Josh, you said they're going to play Bears football. They're averaging 95 rushing yards this year, which is unacceptable for a Chicago Bears football team when you sell hats in your gift shop that literally say, run the damn ball. So what's going on here? When your best running back is David Montgomery, or maybe it's Tariq Cohen, depending on whether you play PPR or not, and you don't even sniff a Le'Veon Bell signing? I mean, what's going on in in, in Chicago, Josh? I just don't get it. I mean, uh, that's why I don't like the Chicago team at all. They, they can't score, and Carolina's proven to be they can score 30 points. Chicago is not. I think Chicago likes David Montgomery. I just think that Matt Nagy's not using him enough. Yeah, because he'll get hurt. No, that's not – David Montgomery doesn't have a, a real big history of injury. Well, he, he will if he st- keeps getting hit. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you can make that case about any NFL player. Yeah, exactly. He's trying to lighten the load because they're not good this year. Trying, or, or maybe that, maybe maybe he knows. Maybe he knows something we don't. And, and you know, they're trying to save him for a deep playoff run. They are 4-1, and one, Josh. They're in prime position to win this division. That's what uh, I'm saying. Make they're a, playing good enough football to win games. That's exactly what they're going to play. Oh, all right, Kyler. Here's uh, here is a very exciting football game: the Jets at the Dolphins. Jets, Dolphins. The Dolphins are ten and a half point favorite. Nine and a half. Jesus Christ. The Jets. <laughs> the Jets. Just this is what I'm talking about. They have to be relegated. What's yeah. the point of watching this team? I would much rather watch the Dolphins play the Alabama Crimson Tide this Sunday. Yeah, the it would definitely sell more tickets or sell more, you know, the ratings would be way better. 
so what are so so we all need to get together all these all these old rich white men need to get in the room and ask each other all right what are we really trying to do here oh we're all trying to get money and get ratings perfect we're all, we're all in agreement so this jets team is probably gonna lose ryan fitzmagic is probably gonna take the take the dolphins three and three stay away from this game this has this has jets upset written all over it adam gase he, he's you know he's like i said earlier he's sticking with the play calls and you know maybe the maybe they'll uh they'll show the trust and maybe the offense will show the trust in them the defense will too uh you know they've they've had some tough breaks this season they really have they are looking for their first one i think they're going to be hungry for it and i think there's a good chance they're the dolphins you know they could be looking past this jet scene and that's definitely true and something else to keep an eye on here we're in week six and i think that uh before the season the over under that you set was eight or eight and a half for tua oh right for tua yeah so so, i thought you were talking about jets wins because i think i had that pretty high too i think you did too but uh but you had it for Tua coming in at week eight, and Fitzmagic is finally starting to play well. I was getting really worried about him. I, I was about to take your under there for a little while, but he finally got it together the past couple of games, and uh, Miami's been able to put up some points. So who knows what's going to happen with this quarterback situation? Maybe yeah. Tua sets out the whole year. Yeah, so I've heard, you know, confl- I, you know, I listen to the Levitard show a lot, and a couple of those guys on the local hour, the a couple of the producers, they were a little bit upset, you know, not sure, I should say upset, but they were questioning as to why, if Tua was, you know, fully healthy, why he wasn't playing, you know, why, why he's sitting out, and why Fitzmagic is still in there. And I don't. I think that's a little unfair. I mean, we saw Patrick, but well, we saw it work with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, so uh, if you want, if they're sitting him out, sit him out. I, but they need to say that though. Yeah, I mean that's what I mean. That's what my take was uh, before the season started. You know, if if you're going to set him out, let him sit and let him have a year to learn. Let him make sure that he's healthy, get everything that he needs to do. Because at the end of the day, I think that this Dolphins team, you know, they're going to win some football games. They they're two and three right now. I think that they're going to go three and three here. You know, they they're not going to make a deep run in the playoffs, but they have a chance to, you know, be a serviceable team, changing their their luck around the next year, bring to it into lead the franchise, hopefully to a first round playoff exit. And, you know, you can just keep building on it from there. You don't think Tua, you don't think Tua has Super Bowl potential? No, year one. I mean, you don't think like a career, you don't, you don't see that in him? No, I think that he could. That's what I'm saying. Your first year in the league, get a first round playoff exit, build on that. No, but I mean, you can kind of tell with guys, you know, like Daniel Jones, he will never win a Super Bowl. 1000%. Sam Darnold will never win a Super Bowl. You cannot convince me of such. Now, with if you tell 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 me about a guy like Josh Rosen, you could talk me into that. Do you think Josh Rosen could win a Super Bowl, but not put, Daniel Jones? Put put Josh Rosen in the right situation, man. Get out of town! But I, no, I, when no you look way. when you look at Gardner Minshew, you know that guy can win win a Super Bowl. When, when you look at Big Nick, you know he can win a Super Bowl. When things get tight, I mean, you know what I mean? They can convert. They can perform. Yeah, I don't. Josh Rosen is not that guy. But let's go to the next game. Wait till he gets on the right team. Wait till Josh. He's gonna make a comeback. Probably for probably for the XFL and this next. He's gonna he's gonna win the MVP of that restart league, and he's gonna make it back to the NFL. He's gonna prove well, y'all all wrong. Well, Packers Buccaneers. I'm fired up for this game. I'm definitely gonna watch this game live. I should. Rogers Brady. I am so fired up. This is in Tampa Bay. Green Bay is a one point favorite. 
It's no surprising. Green Bay has been playing some of the best football in the National Football League. They are playing great. They're playing defense. Aaron Rodgers is spreading the ball around. They're coming off a bye week. Devontae Adams is probably playing. He's healthy, I think. Uh, if not, he's getting really close. Uh, if he does, Tanya's touches will probably go down a little bit. Uh, he's going to come to earth anyway. No, he's probably not going to get three touchdowns again. Tom Brady's finally started to show that he can score on this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. He's starting to spread the ball around, getting the ball where he needs to in certain situations. And I think that this is going to be a great shootout, a great match. Uh, and I've got the Packers winning. Yeah, you say that, Josh, but the, the last time we saw the Buccaneers play, they lost to the Bears 20 to 19 uh, on a, in a very, very ugly game. I like the Buccaneers. I mean, I'm sorry, I like, I like the Packers by, I mean, for sure they're, they're minus one, but I mean, I like them by at least 10. I, I think they're going to score 30 points and the, the almost called them the Patriots. The Buccaneers are not going to be able to keep up. So let's look at their, their history of their game so far. The Buccaneers have scored 23, 31, 28, 38, mm -hmm. and 19. Yeah. So, I mean, they're at least going to get in the high 20s more than likely this game. Um, mid to high 20s, game. low 30s. It's a bounce back game. Man, it's, a, it's a 325, you know what I mean? So it's, it's not a noon game. Tom Brady should show up for it. Uh, the, but this it is, is it? No, it's West traveling East, right? Where's Green Bay? Where's Wisconsin? I have no idea where Wisconsin is. North. It's just north of us? I mean, yeah, it's a little bit east, northeast. Okay. I mean, it's yeah, not so. like northeast, but it's northeast of us. It's so more north. Tra traveling a little bit. Uh, talk, talk, seeing teams traveling just a tad bit shorter distance, the Rams and the 49ers on Sunday night football. Rams are a three-point favorite, even though this game is being played at San Francisco at the Rams are only a three-point favorite. This is at what oh, I'll call it candlestick at Levi Stadium in San Francisco. Oh man, yeah, I love I I'm you know you finally changed your tune on the Rams. Uh, you know you finally listened to me and finally decided that Jared Goff was was the star quarterback that he is, and uh, that McVay is going to stay at least another year before he goes to join the booth. This Rams team is doing what they need to win football games. Uh, the 49ers are injured. They're looking to strut. I think they're uh, getting close to getting their quarterback back. Um, I think so. I think I think he's expected to play a little bit. So having Jimmy G will probably help the confidence of this team. But I don't think it's going to be enough. I think Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald is just going to demolish whatever quarterback is under center here. Yeah, I don't uh, – where did you see – did you see he's expected to play? I didn't see that. Uh, 49ers web zone put out six hours ago. Uh, Kyle Shanahan says Jimmy Garoppolo has looked good in practice, is expected to help 49ers versus Rams. Mm, yeah, I'd be, I'd be shocked if they did because just because of who they're playing. I mean, Aaron Donald's on the other side of the ball. I mean, that's a quick way to end your season, especially on a Sunday night when, you know, you're two and three. The, a lot of your receivers are hurt. A lot of your linemen didn't show up anyway. Uh, then this does say a lot about the Rams. You're right that they are a three-point favorite on the road. And the, Buc the Packers, the same way at the Buccaneers, only a one-point favorite. So, uh, you know, it says a lot about those two teams uh, being favorited on the road. Uh, we could talk a little bit about Monday night if you want to, Josh. Chiefs, Bills, Cardinals, Cowboys. Uh, Chiefs, Bills, this is – out of all the football games, this is the one I'm most excited for. Yeah. And it's 4 o'clock. Perfect. It's, it's exactly what I want. To not yeah. even have dinner in me yet. And I'm watching Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen have a, have a, have a, have a shootout. And now I've got to get day drunk. Thanks, NFL. 
Yeah, oh no, why would you do that to me? But this is going to be so exciting. All the weapons on this Bills team. The guy that I'm so disappointed in this NFL season is Devin Singletary. Uh, you know, he did not perform well last week. He has had a couple of games where he did, but he, I expected a lot more out of him this season. I thought this was really going to be where he broke loose. Zach Moss was there, kind of taking touches throughout. But this last game, it was just Singletary. And I really thought that this was going to be his time to shine, but it did not happen. And for anyone really on this Bills team, Josh Allen finally had a return to earth game, kind of killed his momentum for the MVP case at the time until he comes out the next game throwing four touchdowns and 300 plus yards. So until he does, until we see that again from him, his MVP case has been put on hold. Josh Allen is still looking like a phenomenal quarterback. This Bills team is not one to mess around with, but the Kansas City Chiefs are the Kansas City Chiefs. This is this yeah. is the buck stops with, stops within. You have to go through the Chiefs to make it through the NFL. Although the Chiefs did just have an embarrassing loss to the Oak, to the Las Vegas Raiders. Well, it will, I mean, you can call that an embarrassing loss. You can call that Derek Carr playing the game of his life, uh, stepping up and scoring that touchdown. Josh, he never scores that touchdown. That touchdown to really to when because it's one thing to score thirty two points in the in the NFL to score thirty points in the NFL. It's one thing to to be that team, but to be that team to score thirty points and have four minutes left on the clock and then go down and score again. That's how you really piece together a, a 10, 12, maybe a 13-win football team. So I say it's an embarrassing loss because the Kansas City Chiefs did not expect to lose it. They were embarrassed. They, they should have won this game. I fully expect Patrick Mahomes to, make, to complete that comeback. Yeah, and this was just one of those games where it just doesn't happen for them. Instead of being 5-0, and they're 4-1, and and it gives the Bills some hope. They see that this team is human, that they are not going to go undefeated this year, and it gives, it gives the Bills some hope. Gives them a light at the end of the tunnel. Says, hey, guys, you know, Josh Allen's got to put the team on his back and tell them, hey, we can win this game. Trust me. Follow me. Let's make plays. And, Josh, you say his, his MVP case is being put on ice, but he has a higher completion percentage, more yards, and more touchdowns than Patrick Mahomes. So, I mean, well, I don't has, think Patrick Mahomes' MVP case is too high right now either. Well, yeah. So, see, well, he at least is ahead of Patrick Mahomes, I would believe. Um, Cardinals-Cowboys. We can talk about that a little bit. Cardinals are a one-and-a-half-point favorite in Jerry's world. Boo! I'm taking the Cowboys the whole way. A bounce-back game for the Cowboys. I'm not sure if I like that. I think this is a stay-away. I'm, I'm taking this game for one reason and one reason only. Should we go to this, Josh? I, I'm down. Monday night. So th this, is why I'm, this is why I'm taking the Cowboys, Kyler. Red <gasps> rifle. Yeah, Dak Prescott's out. The Dak Prescott, first of all, let's start there. Uh, that is a, a terrible injury that really just stunted what was going to be probably a historic year for Dak Prescott. He put up – he was breaking records through the well, first four games and passing yards. And this was just a, a crushing loss. That compound fracture with his leg facing the other way is just scary. And to see him card off the field like that, uh, you know, it really puts things into perspective and wish the, wish the best for him. But that being said, it is red rifle time in Dallas. Yeah, I, I hear you. It's it's a bad injury, but I um, mean, it's not a it's not an injury that you know. I mean, well, Josh, fifty years ago, if that injury happened to you, you, they might just shoot you on the field like a horse. But I mean, nowadays, that's an injury that people can absolutely recover from. I mean, Alex Smith, his was fifteen times worse than this. I mean, there there a lot of the times, especially um, we saw with Paul George, 
a lot of the times the injuries can look worse than they actually are. Yeah, but, I mean, the reports have been out. Dak's recovery when it was four to six months. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be back next season. Yeah, but so we can talk about that before the game. What does that mean for his contract? Oh, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, that's, that's what every, every, every radio host in America and every fan has, has mentioned this week when they talked about the Cowboys. They talked about that $75 million or however many million he just left on the table. Well, yeah, it was a five-year, $175 million deal. Five-year, $175 million. He says, nope, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to go he, ahead. He bet on himself, and, that, and that's the risk that you run uh, for betting on yourself. But when he comes – Josh, when he, next season, he's, is he a free agent? Uh, I think either that or signing the franchise tag. So let's say, let's say he hits the free agency market. I mean, somebody's going to pay him that money. Stab Crescott. I mean, you think he's going to get more than the five years, $175 million? See, he's going to get around that, I think. Uh, maybe even more. Maybe, maybe someone will pay Dak what he wants. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, there, I've, I've heard numbers floated around what he wants. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of money. And I'm not sure if anybody will pay him that. I'm not sure if they should. But because the, the other option here is for him to bet on himself one more time and run it back exactly like he has and take $37 million for one year. And that's also the thing. $37 million is nothing to scoff at. So exactly. it's not like he's playing for free. So this game, uh, like I said, has it is the red rifle season. Uh, Andy Dalton is the best backup quarter. He is the second best backup quarterback in the NFL right now. Uh, Joe Flacco is obviously uh, the number one in my heart winning he's a Super, Super Bowl women. He's um, a starter. So, yeah, both of these guys are starting in the NFL so, right hey, now. Hey, Blake Bortles is back to being the best backup quarterback in the league there you go because Andy Dalton and uh, Joe Flacco are no longer doing it so Andy Dalton I think that he is going to be a very serviceable quarterback I think that this team is still going to be able to put up points they have a ton of weapons and I'm actually very excited to see what Andy Dalton looks like with a decent offensive line behind him Josh, Andy, he was, Andy Dalton is very underrated. He's, there's a reason you're, you can quarterback a team for a decade. There's a reason. He has a winning record. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. He has a, he has a winning record. Hard R there, buddy. <laughs> no, I said a winning record. Yeah. He has a winning record in the NFL and uh, through his career. And Kyler Murray, I mean, you know, the, I, you know, I did mention earlier the Cardinals are back, so they're back to play football again. They they Cardinals did impress me against the high school team. The Car- the Cowboys are going to put up forty points, and the the Cardinals are going to score forty three. The Cardinals no, haven't scored forty three points in a decade. The Cardinals are going to score enough points this week to win this football game. I I, I don't trust the Cowboys at all. I mean, I, actually, I did, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you, Josh. I think the Cowboys win this game. I'm not going to do a hot take. I think the Cowboys – because of the red rifle. Andy, exactly Dalton, right. Andy Dalton is going to lead this team to a victory, and then the question marks are going to be put on Dak, and you're going to come out and – he, he could lead this team to a Super Bowl. Pulling Nick Foles, Andy Dalton. Could he not? He, I mean, I mean, is he, the Cowboys have Dalton, so much – Look at the stats. The pro, but the problem with the Cowboys are their defense sucks. That's the Their problem. defense is atrocious. It is Why are they not as bad as the even, Cardinals. They, and they still have a sign to Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas is still is walking around the street trying to get a job. Yeah, the Cardinals need help on the defense side of the ball for sure. And they're, they need to address it more. That's something that they have to look at. But I'm taking them to beat the Cardinals because the Cardinals are worse than the Cowboys. 
chatted. I don't know if I would say that, but I would say this particular week. Yeah, you're right. Um, let's talk about social media, Josh, unless you got any NFL news to talk about. No, I think uh, let's, let's talk about social media and then our locks of the week. All right. So today, guys, uh, like Josh opened the show with, we, uh, there was a huge announcement on our social media page about the Blue Wire Hustle page about, you know, the Blue, where we will be launching from now, where the net, new network we will be launching under, uh, the umbrella of podcasts, sports podcasts, things you need to listen to, people you need to follow on Twitter, um, at Blue Wire Hustle, at Blue Wire Pods. Um, you know, you can follow me at Kyler012. You can follow Josh at jkeaton 22 Follow the podcast page at SportsVYBP. Follow Unwrapped Sports while you're at it. Uh, Josh, let's get into our locks of the week. What are they? Uh, my first lock of the week is going to be the Baltimore Ravens minus eight. Mm. I like that a lot. Yeah, it should be a blowout. I mean, unless uh, Josh, you're gonna you're gonna be betting against Carson Wentz though, and that's never a smart bet. I'm betting against this uh, Philadelphia Eagles offensive line. That's what I'm betting against. That's that should be a good bet. Uh, here's my lock of the week, Josh, and it's a little bit off the beaten path. Brian Ortega plus 180 in the main event fight on UFC Fight Night against Chan Jung Song, the Korean Zombie. I think Brian Ortega pulls off the upset against the Korean Zombie. This is going to be an amazing fight. And the, the co-main event, uh, the women's fight, let me pull up the names for that. I forgot who she's fighting. Jessica Andrade. Jessica Andrade, Josh, she is, a, she is the baddest Brazilian jiu-jitsu player. I think they're called players. I think, if you're a ju- I think you're a jiu-jitsu player. Is that right? I think so. She's the baddest player I've ever seen. She is so good at jiu-jitsu. She should snap your arm in less than half a second, Josh. I don't think you would last 0.25 seconds. That's why I'm not getting in the ring with her. I don't think – in a bar – Josh, if you looked at her wrong at a bar, she'd just break your arm in half over the bar. Well, hopefully uh, she'd be nicer to me than that. I'm a nice guy. Uh, my second lock of the week is going to be the Dallas Cowboys plus one and a half. See, I, I, don't, I don't even trust that one and a half, Josh. I, I think they win, but, I mean, I could see them winning by a point. No, I think that they're going to win by a field goal – or by a touchdown. I feel, yeah, by a field goal. So here's my last lock of the week. Alabama minus four and a half. They're playing Georgia. This is, of course, the primetime game. Everyone will be watching. Seven o'clock on CBS, Saturday night. I'm fired up for this game. Of course, LSU and Florida was postponed. That was going to be a big game. Texas A&M, Mississippi State is poised to be a big game. But Georgia, Alabama, number one, or number two versus number three. I'm fired up for it, Josh. Do you agree with me? I've got, I've got Alabama minus four and a half. Uh, that's not going to be a lot for me, but I do agree. Uh, I think that they're going to win that game by more than a field goal. Now, both those teams have looked so good so far this season, though. I just, they have looked really – it's going to be a really good game. And if, if it's low scoring, then I'm in trouble with that bet. But I think Alabama's going to be able to run the score up. Yeah, I think they're going to be able to score touchdown. Just touchdowns, plural. So my last lock of the week – oh, oh, where's it at? Boy Xander. Where's it at? You should go live bet Xander. You shot 600 today. He's looking good. Xander's looking good today? Xander looked fantastic today. You should, you know, if you're really looking for bets, you should, go, you should go look at Xander's master's odds. I'm not, I'm not even sure what they are, but oh, I mean, my bookie doesn't he's have playing well. Line. Well, I was going to look at the – what's the Atlanta line? Can you find that real quick? Yeah, I've got the Atlanta line right here. 
Falcons are a – the Vikings are a four-point favorite. The Vikings – Atlanta plus four? Mm-hmm. Oh, give me Atlanta. Okay. No matter what you say, parlay. Okay. So uh, you're so you're parlaying. You're gonna parlay the Fal- the Falcons, the Ravens, and who else? The Cowboys. Josh, that's a recipe for disaster. Check my payout. How much am I getting paid? Jesus Christ! I mean, I can do that real quick. Let me let me fill me some time. Okay. Well, Kyle, I don't think it's too bad. I think that I think that I'm in an exact perfect spot here. The Ravens are obviously going to do Ravens things. They're going to freaking play defense. They're going to Lamar Jackson's going to run up the score. The Red Rifle is going to carry me through to hunting season. It's Red Rifle season, baby. I, you know they're going to start. They started with the bow. It's time to bring in the rifle. Take down a couple of these freaking shooting some cardinals. Oh man, I would never shoot a cardinal. That's just uh, messed up. But we're uh, we're going hunting, and I'm ready for Andy Dalton to lead me to it. Well, that's the thing, Josh. Just imagine if they were actually doing this at halftime. They were, you know, fighting Cardinals and Cowboys up there. Cowboys, Cowboys shooting Cardinals. Be awesome. And yeah, it's just, I mean, you've seen the new Oculus Quest 2 that came out. They're basically, I mean, they're getting smaller and smaller. In five years, it's going to be a pair of glasses, and you're just going to be able, be able to see augmented reality everywhere. And that's when halftime entertainment will become real. You could watch that in the middle of a movie theater. Inter- intermission at a what's at a the movie, movie theater? theater, Josh? What's a movie theater? You haven't been to a movie theater in a long time. Come on, man. What's a movie theater? I've got all the movies downloaded in my head. It's called Neuralink. No, man. You gotta you gotta make time for the old fashioned stuff. Go out to the movies. Take your wife to the movie theater. Buy her a bucket of popcorn. Yeah, we'll go to the diner next and share a Sunday. <laughs> wife and I did that in Washington. Yes, I'm so I've got I've got it right here, Josh. Let's see what the payout is. How much you want to bet on it? Hundred dollars. Yeah, this is yeah, this is going to pay you a lot of money. Hundred dollars wins you six hundred eleven. I love it. What does ten dollars get me? Oh, six dollars. Sixty-one dollars. Good math, there, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, I can do that math. See, like, I, I didn't know that. I was gonna. I had to put it in because, like, you knew, like, oh, it's just it's just take a zero off. I didn't. <laughs> that knowledge is not is not founded in my brain somehow. Well, sometimes it just happens like that. I've only got so much space. It's only so much can stand. That nearly is a long episode. All those movies are taking up all your your space and your brain. See, I don't watch any movies either. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I, well, you said I'm you talking downloaded. Oh right, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I need to delete some of them. Uh, yeah, clear up some of that space in the cloud. Some of those Tom Cruise movies out of there. I've already seen all of them. Damn, tiny Tom Cruise. Well, Kyler, this is a fun, great episode. Our first episode, uh, officially part of the Blue Wire Hustle. What an honor. Uh, can't wait for this weekend of football. Plenty of stuff happening. I look forward to talking to you again on Sunday. And a ton of baseball, Josh. We, we neglect baseball, but we're going to we're gonna pay attention to it, probably. And if and honestly, if 1,000%, we're going, me, Josh and I are going to burst your bubble is going to be in Dallas on Monday night. If there's Either. a game seven, which I don't think there will be, because I think they're going to finish on game five, we will be there. Well, uh, the Cowboys game, Cowboys Cardinals. Oh yeah, yeah, Cowboys Cardinals. Oh yeah, Cowboys let's go. Cardinals. Well, let's let's we're going to be in Dallas Monday night. Come find us. Hit us up, BYB. Have YB at the tent. <laughs>